Hey, 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 everybody. Um, this is Katie from Blessed Most Mom Podcast. I'm back. We took a week off because um, I was traveling over the weekend, and so I did not have time to make my podcast, but I am now doing my podcast from the remote location of Connecticut. Yes, I am summering in Connecticut for the week um, because this is where my husband excuse me, my husband's parents live, and so we're visiting them for a week. So we flew out here um, on Sunday evening, and by the time that this airs, it'll be next Sunday, but um, oh my goodness, like, you know, traveling with kids isn't easy, but it's not the most terrible thing in the world. I've done, I've flown with kids so many times. I've flown with my daughter several times. I've flown with my son before. Um, It shouldn't be that difficult. And it really wasn't. It wasn't a hard trip. I had my husband with me. So, I mean, I wasn't alone. Um, But we booked a flight and we had a connecting flight through Midway, but we booked a flight that was going to get into Connecticut at 1.40 in the morning because it was the difference of hundreds of dollars. And when it comes to sleep versus cheap, I'm going to pick cheap even though I love to sleep. Um, but seriously, we got in. So then we got delayed though. So anyway, so we get to the St. Louis airport, we get through, it was a very smooth security, getting through security, which isn't always the case. We got on the plane, everything's fine. We have an okay flight. It wasn't the best, it wasn't the worst. Um, Then we get to Midway. And while we're getting off the plane, we realize one, that our plane is delayed, but it's telling us it's delayed two hours and we already have a three hour layover so we're like oh my goodness we're gonna have five hours in the in the airport with the kids but not the worst thing in the world so then we walk out of the plane and um we get off the plane and we're waiting for the stroller because i gate checked it so that we could get it um at midway and we could walk around and hopefully get zach to sleep because it was going to be 10:45 when we left so i was hoping maybe we can give him a sleep and then he'll stay sleeping on the plane well, we wait and we wait and we wait. And finally, I asked one of the flight attendants, I was like, hey, can you check on our stroller for us? And she's like, yeah, let's see. Usually they're up here by now. Well, come to find out, they tagged our stroller wrong in St. Louis and it was going all the way to Hartford before we were going to get it, which was now facing a five-hour layover, this was a big deal because we didn't have the stroller and we were going to have to carry both kids. Well, Zoe could walk, but there's some points where we'd probably have to carry her and it was late and I'm like, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? So we get, so so they looked for it. The gate agents did everything they could. Southwest, thank you very much, but they they looked and looked and they tried to get it and they're like, it's gone. It's already, you know, en route to your next gate. Okay. So they're like, well, we don't have another stroller for you, but we can give you a wheelchair. (laughs) And so they gave us a wheelchair and they're like, they have seatbelts. So they gave us a wheelchair with with a seatbelt and we put both kids in the wheelchair. Well, then we realized that there's this huge hole in the back of the wheelchair. Like it's a normal hole, like where the seat, the back of the seat and the seat part meet. Um, there's a big hole and we're like, "Uh Oh, Zach's going to fall through that. So we put my bag behind them and they did a little better. So we're like, okay, this isn't the best, but you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. So let's just move on. So we walk to the food court and we're looking around and I'm looking for something familiar. I've been in lots of airports. My favorite, 
my favorite airport for layovers is DFW. Now, a lot of people hate DFW. A lot of people really, really dislike DFW, but I don't because one, they have play areas for kids. So you have somewhere for your kids to run around that's kind of contained while you're having your layover. And I really love that. Um, they also have normal food. They have a Taco Bell, they have Pizza Hut, they have McDonald's, they have Chili's, they have places you can sit down, places for fast food, but things you know that your kids like. Wendy's, I've had Wendy's at DFW before. It's really um, family friendly. It's a family friendly stop. And so whenever we would have layovers at DFW, we're like, yes, because it's just, it's a great place that has a lot of options. Um, oh, they have an Auntie Anne's pretzels. Everybody loves an Auntie Anne's pretzel. It's like you go to the mall and you're like, mom, please give me a pretzel. And they're so delicious. Oh, I love a pretzel. I remember I got off the plane at DFW once and I was alone. This was before kids. And I was thinking, man, I could, I really like a I'd really like a pretzel. And there was an Auntie Anne's. I was like, who? And then I was like, oh, but I, I could use an ATM because I didn't get cash before I left the bank or I left the um to go on this trip. And there was a an ATM from my bank. I was like, what? I won a million dollars. And it didn't show up, but that's okay. Anyway, Auntie Anne's pretzels though, especially a cinnamon sugar. Oh my goodness. However, I will say, a really good soft pretzel, Sam's Club. You wouldn't think so, but Sam's Club has delectable soft pretzels. So if you're in there, they're cheap. It's like $1.50 for a soda and a soft pretzel. They actually have good hot dogs, too. The Sam's Club the Sam's Club food court is quite nice, and I love Sam's Club. I could walk around in there for hours. Anyway, back to the airport. So I'm looking for something familiar, and I'm not seeing anything, and we're looking, there's a, like, a food map there, like, kind of like a mall map, which I went into the mall the other day, and there was, like, I had to search for a mall map. They're, like, scan this QR code to get the information. I'm, like, oh, my gosh, why can't you just give me a map? Why do I need to scan a QR code? My mom doesn't have a smartphone. She can't scan QR codes. She's supposed to walk to the one map in the mall. Anyway, besides the point. So we're looking at this map and it's and it actually had this helpful thing where it had all of the places in in the airport that had food that had kids meals but every kids meal in the airport was 6.99. Now you tell me if my kid is going to eat 6.99 six, like $7 worth of food. Now it's not a normal $7 worth of food but are my kids going to eat it? No, because if they know, because if it's actually like expensive, they're not going to eat it. It's like they know if food is expensive. They never eat it. Like when you're out, you're like, okay, I got you this pizza. And then they're like, I'm not hungry. That's exactly what happens. And you're like, I paid good money for this food and you're going to eat it. I don't care if I have to take it home and reheat it for you, but you're going to eat it. So there was this like Chicago hot dog place because we were at Midway. And I was like, well, chances are this is going to be a pretty big hot dog. So I was like, the two kids can split it and it comes with fries or chips or something. So they can split that too. And a bottle of water, which they could split. So I only get one meal. And thank goodness I did because my son, Zach, who is a year, he ate his half of the hot dog. My daughter, Zoe, didn't eat it at all. She said it was too warm. And then when it cooled down, she didn't want it. So she didn't end up eating her, her hot dog which was fine. She, I think she ate a few fries and then I don't know if she had a snack later or not, but it was a weird time too. It was like eight o'clock in the evening and it just wasn't, 
it just wasn't a you know a normal time to eat so it's a good thing that i only got one meal so but then i was like okay i love euros i love 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 euros i'm not like huge on all the greek food but i love a good euro and there was a euro place like a fast food euro place and i was like sweet i'll go get a euro so i go to get a euro and i'm in line and they have these food service people that are in all the restaurants they're, they're all employed by the same company so I walk up there, I'm looking at the menu, I'm staring at the menu, and it has like lunch combos, but it doesn't have a dinner combo. So I see like a Euro lunch combo, but I don't see like a Euro dinner combo. So I ask the lady, I'm like, I'd like a Euro what's on it, because sometimes there are different things, and I don't like tomatoes, they upset my stomach, and so I asked for it without tomatoes. And she's kind of like, whatever. And then I was like, can I also get fries? And she's like, she rolls her eyes and she's like, so you want a combo? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like she was super rude. And I just, I don't understand. I, I understand that you might have some stuff going on in your life or maybe having a bad day, but do you need to roll your eyes and like make somebody feel like an idiot? Because I definitely felt like an idiot. Like I'm like, okay, I'm traveling with two children you don't know if I'm going to a funeral or going on vacation. You really don't know. So do you need to be rude to me? No, you do not. You do not need to be rude to me. You are in the food service industry. You are in the customer service industry. You do not need to be angry with me. I ordered a euro. I didn't ask you to, you know, scrub my feet. I'm okay with somebody who's giving me a pedicure being like nasty to me because I'm like, oh, you're, you're scrubbing feet all day. But come on. I asked you for a euro. A euro come on so I'm like well that's rude but I got my euro and it was delicious but I'm just like come on why why can't people just I get it if you're having a long day but you don't have to take it out on the people that you're waiting on and everybody has stuff everybody's got stuff you know you can't just assume that people in the airport are just like I'm going skiing in Aspen that's not how things are it's not how things are. Not everyone is going skiing in Aspen. Not everybody is taking some glamorous vacation. No. Oh my gosh. It just, it just, I've worked in customer service before. I worked in an amusement park. And let me tell you, working in an amusement park is a very interesting place to work because people don't wear clothes that fit them. They're either usually too big or too small. And they keep money like inside their shoe. And there are water rides. So you got like sweaty, watery shoe money or inside their bras, which is even worse because now you've got sweaty, watery boob money. And so I'm just telling you, like, like I've been there. I've been there. I've worked in the service industry. It is not always glamorous, but you, but like pick a, pick a profession that if you're going to be inter interacting with people, you have to be at least civil. I'm not asking you to like be the happiest person on earth, but at least, you know, at least don't roll your eyes at me and treat me like I'm an idiot. I'd really appreciate that. Anyway, so I wasn't happy about that. And, and why can't they just have a McDonald's? Like, why can't they just have a McDonald's in the airport and with some chicken nuggets for my kids to eat that, you know, something normal and something affordable, you know? But no, 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 no. It can't be affordable. It can't be normal. It has to be all this, like, there were, like, flatbread pizzas and a sit-down restaurant and Greek food, which I like Greek food. And then there's, like, um an Italian restaurant, but my kids weren't going to eat anything from that either. And it's just like, why, why can't you just have something normal and why can't you be kind? 
So I was frustrated at that point. You know, we've got a wheelchair, we've got the food thing. My husband went and got a quesadilla and he said it was very delicious, but it was $12. So there's that. Um, you're, always, you're already spending like millions of dollars to fly and they just want to gouge you even more for eating, you know? I mean, we bring snacks, but we had a three hour layover. We had to eat, eat, you know? Anyway, so, but it's not, but like I said, it wasn't the worst layover in the world because a lot more things could have gone wrong. Um, so, but I was, I was upset about the rudeness. I was really upset about the rudeness. So then we go to our gate and I take Zach for a diaper change and, um, I notice there's blood in his diaper, which turned out to be completely benign. It wasn't a big deal, but you know, of course, as a mom, now I'm freaking out. I'm like, I come back to the seat. I'm like, Nate, we have a problem. What am I gonna do? I start to spiral out of control because there's blood in Zach's diaper. It really wasn't a big deal at all because I, I asked the moms on Facebook what they thought and I asked, and I called the nurse line from our doctor and then he wasn't, there was none the following days and it was fine but when you see blood in your kid's diaper you're like oh my gosh your your mind goes to the worst why is it that your mind always goes to the worst but mine does so i was spiraling out of control i'm like what if he has internal bleeding and he's gonna bleed out while we're on the plane and there's nothing we can do because we're in the air that's exactly what's gonna happen and then my baby's going to die on the plane because you know i can't think rationally when i see blood on my child like all rational thoughts just go out the window when there's blood on your child i know zoe um like hit her mouth on her bed right after zach was born so she was three and um and i go in she's crying and i go in this was at her nap time i go in to get her and all of a sudden i see blood coming out i see blood on her teddy bear and then i see blood coming out of her mouth and i start losing it i'm like there's blood going well i'm like trying to keep it i'm trying to keep it calm because you're always trying to keep it calm for the kid but you're like losing it on the inside and i've had teeth trauma so i'm like even more out of control so i'm like so i text i'm like there's zoe coming there's blood coming from zoe's mouth and i don't know where it's coming from and our secretary at the church said he read his text to me to her and he's she's like all right see you tomorrow because <laughs> she knew like he needs to come home and he needs to help me with the situation it turned out that her gums were just bleeding from hitting it on her bed but still i was worried i was worried about her teeth i was worried about the blood so so I'm spiraling out of control at the airport, and thankfully the mom's on Facebook, and the nurse, um, the nurse line really calmed me down, and I felt a lot better. But um, and he was acting fine all day. But you know, you see blood on your kid, and you're like, you turn into a maniac, and you know, it's just one of the, unless it's like on their knee, or you know, when it's in unfam- when it's in unnatural places, then things get kind of crazy, and you're like, what's happening? I don't know what's happening. Um, so, so there was that. And, um, but then I calmed down and I'm like, okay, all right. And, um, we only ended up, we were supposed to have a delay until, I don't know, 1130. Um, cause the delay wasn't as long as expected. And then it didn't, I think we ended up taking off at 11. So it actually didn't go quite as long um as we thought so the delay wasn't as long that was good we got on the plane it wasn't full which was amazing because then my husband could take um my daughter and sit in one row by himself and then i took my son and we sat in one room by ourselves and she had her tablet because when we travel we have technology 
we have technology because it keeps the kids calm and quiet and she ended up falling asleep even with her tablet and I set up Sesame Street for my son put my legs up on the rest of the seat and just held him he cried himself to sleep but at least he fell asleep and he watched Sesame Street and and so I mean it ended up being nice comfortable flight and it was only two hours so that was good um and then we got in super early in the morning um but it was it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it wasn't the easiest. Um, it definitely wasn't as bad as the time that I was on a plane with Zoe, and she was about nine, ten months old, and we were on a flight from um, either Connecticut to Houston or Houston, Connecticut. I think it was Connecticut to Houston, and Connecticut to Houston is almost a four-hour flight, and we were up in the air, and there was no air conditioning, and I don't do well when I'm hot, like, I like to be cool or whatever, so I don't do well on my hat. Then add in holding a baby and all this stuff, and so um, she's crying. So I'm just walking up and down the middle of the plane because I can't get her to calm down, and it's super hot, and I'm looking at all these businessmen around me, and I'm like, it's hot in here, right? It's hot in here, right? And they're just looking at me like, I don't know what you're saying, crazy lady, like... There were some foreigners on there too, and they were just like, "I, you look, what's with you, crazy American? <laughs> like, like, you crazy American mom who can't control her child, and I don't really think it's that hot in here. <laughs> but they had to be hot. They were in suits. Anyway, so we got in and we made it, and it wasn't that bad. And and uh, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that bad. But it was, it was. It was something that you'll remember and laugh about, especially the picture I took with my husband pushing both wheel, both kids in the wheelchair. So, so there was that. So anyway, we got here and that was good. So the next day after we got here, we saw something on Facebook about IHOP changing their name to the International House of Burgers. What? So we looked this up and... Um, it turns out it's just a marketing campaign for a little bit. They're not actually changing their name to International House and Burgers. They'll still be the International House of Pancakes. But at first, my husband thought that it wasn't like that it was going to be permanent. And he's like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous, um, which I thought as well. But he was like almost offended by it. But um, they're doing a, this campaign to get people interested in their other food besides breakfast food. However, like... If you if you're good at a food, like own it and make it the best. Like people might get burgers there, but you sell breakfast all day long. Breakfast food is delicious. Breakfast food is delicious. If we've learned anything from Parks and Rec, it's that breakfast food is one of the best things that you can have. I mean, who doesn't love pancakes or or biscuits and gravy? Oh my word, I love some biscuits and gravy or French toast or sausage or bacon. And it's even better when you don't have to cook it. Now, I prefer Wendy's over IHOP when we're talking about like fast casual breakfast diners, but I prefer Denny's. But you have breakfast all day. Do you even need burgers? Do you? So they're doing this campaign to show their burgers. However, the corporate Twitter for many restaurants has been hilarious. Like Wendy said, I can't try I can't wait to try the burgers from the restaurant who decided that pancakes were too hard. <laughs> and Whataburger was like, We love our pancakes, but we would never change our, our name to What a Pancake. And so if you can check out the Twitter feed, like hashtag IHOP, I'm sure that you'll uh, 
you'll get you'll see a few good ones but yeah I, d I don't know about this I mean good for them maybe they have a good burger maybe I need to try it but I don't think I will because when there's breakfast food there's breakfast food and breakfast food is so good I love breakfast food oh man and I never eat it. I try I try to do one night a week that's like pancakes or waffles or something because it's an easy dinner. But I love breakfast food when I don't have to cook it. Breakfast food is delicious. Anyway, so that's IHOB. Moving right along. Something that I wanted to talk about um, and maybe share with you guys. Um, since your moms and you... Uh, struggle with things just like anybody else is that man I am having some issues with my daughter when it comes to me talking to other adults she just can't wait or if I'm talking to talk to me or if I'm talking to other adults she will start acting out or acting crazy like doing things she probably shouldn't be doing like jumping on the couch or jumping on her brother or and it's when she doesn't have attention and I just Sometimes I just don't know what to do. Um, I've tried. She's supposed to say excuse me, but if my husband and I are talking at the dinner table, she'll just yell, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Or um, my mother-in-law and um, my husband's grandma and his aunt and I were all talking yesterday and she was just running around the room like a crazy person because none of us were talking to her. And most of the time this only happens when I'm around me specifically and I just I don't know what to do with her because she's a good kid and she listens most of the time but if all of the attention is not on her she acts out and it doesn't happen at school as much and I just I don't know what to do and it's something that I'm struggling with so I thought I'd share it with everybody because I know that we all struggle with stuff and maybe you guys have a good solution I'm gonna um, order a book that was suggested to me called my mouth or my mouth is a volcano or something it just can't you know stop and I get it like I talk all the time and I interrupt and I don't want to and it's a bad habit that I have however I don't I also don't run around the room or jump on my brother's head or you know so it's just something that I'm struggling with and I'm hoping that maybe I can get under control so I'll update you guys as to if I find some some um good solutions to my problem because maybe you guys are struggling with it too so the last thing I wanted to talk about today was um, myself and my mother-in-law and Zoe and my husband's aunt and her granddaughter. We all went to the park today and the girls played and it was great and they really liked each other's company and then we decided to go to McDonald's after we went to the park. And um, we and the McDonald's has just been redone. It's real nice. And, you know, we sit down and I'm filling up my soda and I see this sign above the soda machine and it says, no loitering, please. Time limit, 30 minutes while consuming food. Your cooperation is appreciated. Now, I'm, I'm cool with the no loitering, please. I don't want people to loiter. I don't want people to just be hanging out McDonald's forever. And But you only get 30 minutes to consume your food. That's it. Like, they put in Wi-Fi for people to, like, use one and I get it if somebody's just sitting there refilling their coffee all day and using the wi-fi but Panera does that Panera lets you do that and they have no loitering please signs out plus 
like us, we were there with the two little girls and we wanted to sit and chat and and we definitely stayed there for more than 30 minutes. We didn't raise a ruckus. We didn't do anything, you know, and it takes a long time to feed children, definitely more than 30 minutes, but they don't want you consuming food for more than 30 minutes. So I thought it was rude. I thought it was a rude sign. Time limit, 30 minutes. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, I was like, come on, McDonald's. Like, and maybe that's a franchise thing where they put it up. It was that specific franchise. I've never seen it before. But like, come on, that's not very nice. And I guess I won't be hanging out at McDonald's. Um, And not that I make it a point to hang out at McDonald's. We actually don't go to McDonald's that often. Um, It's not usually my first choice anyway. But to put up a sign that says time limit, 30 minutes, who, who, I don't think you're supposed to consume your mo- your food in 30 minutes. I think that's considered eating fast. I mean, it is fast food. Yes, yes. But still, like, come on. No loitering, please. Time limit, 30 minutes. Thank you for your cooperation. I'll show you cooperation. Yeah, you're in the service industry. Back on that. We're in the service industry. If somebody's like making a ruckus, then tell them to leave. You don't need to put up some sign that says no loitering, time limit, time limit. Jeez. I'm telling you, like I would, because I'm a rule follower, I might avoid it. You know, back when I was more afraid of getting kicked out of a McDonald's, like, but now I don't really worry about that. If I get kicked out of McDonald's, it's probably going to be because my kids are too loud, which they don't usually get that bad. But or because, you know, I'm there for more than 30 minutes spending my money so that my kids don't eat your food because I spent money on it. Come on, McDonald's. Get your head on straight. I don't know about you guys, but it just rubbed me the wrong way. Time limit, 30 minutes. Rude. Salty, even. Anyway, so that uh wraps it up for today i hope that you guys enjoyed the episode and i will hopefully have another guest on next week bye bye